0: Welcome to the Mum Style Business Podcast. I'm your host, Annalise Warne, a marketing agency CEO, business strategist, digital marketing mentor, wife and mama of four little ones. Now here, we combine ambition and motherhood and well-being, and we help you leverage the skills you already have to build a flexible business that gets you both the income and the freedom that you started it to achieve. Stay tuned for conversations with inspirational and successful women in business, as well as practical marketing strategies and tips that you can action right away. So let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. I have the lovely Jen Bowers with me today. Now I'm going to read her bio, which you're going to love. And I'm just, that's all I'm going to say. Okay, so... Champagne drinking, coffee addicted, crazy cat lady. Yep, that's Jen. Totally addicted to cats, coffee, champagne, candles, inspirational quotes, positivity, reading and joy. And if you are checking Jen out on socials and you don't know Jen, she radiates joy. You will see that from the very first second that you set eyes on Jen. Jen lives in beautiful Sydney, Australia, along with her other pom pom people, her fabulous bag piping husband and perfectly imperfect, I'm sorry, I'm laughing at the bag piping. We'll get back to that, Jen. Perfectly imperfect university student daughter and her partner, and the crazy fur family of cats. But another great passion of hers is what she does. Jen is a brand coach and stylist, socials stylist, and illustrator with over 30 years' experience in the industry. Yes, Jen was doing this before computers when it was all created by imagination and hand. She knows how much business owners battle in understanding how to brand their businesses. Uh, what is a brand anyway? And she's here to help you elevate your business to become flamingo, a flamingo in a flock of seagulls by weaving strategy and design together to create magic. Jen has worked in advertising agencies, design studios, and corporate, both big and small. After being made redundant in 2020 at the age of 52, this unique blend of experience, along with her passion for empowering women to achieve whatever the heck they want, led Jen to start strategic brand coaching, and she has totally found the thing that sparks joy. Because remember, girls, you are never too old, and it's never too late to start another adventure. What a bio, Jen. Welcome.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Annalise. It's a pleasure to be here. It really
0: is. I'm so excited to dig in because you have such a wealth of knowledge around branding. But not only that, you're really, you're just so totally authentically yourself. And I really want to dig into how we can connect ourselves with our brands, how much of that is, is too much potentially? Because I lot of think a lot of people struggle with, you know, am I my brand? Maybe I don't want to be the face of my brand. Maybe I'm hiding behind my brand. What does brand actually mean? Like, let's actually dig into the nitty gritty because I think most of us are now past the fact that a brand is more than just our logo. So we can definitely talk more about like it's part of that, but it's so much more than that. So how do you talk to your people about brand?
1: What, what is a brand to you? Okay, so the easiest analogy I use when I'm starting off with my clients and my passion is helping businesses in that sort of zero to four years, you know, when they may have just sort of got a logo, thrown it together, um, for whatever reason, you know, maybe it is because life has not been that fairy tale that they've always wanted. And now suddenly they need to have something to bring some money in, isn't they? And those are the people that I particularly love to help because, you know, backstory of my life. Um, so, what I say is think about a house. So, when you're thinking about a house, you've got the house itself. And that's all the pretty side of it. You know, you've got the sort of the externals, the internals, and that's what everybody can see. But you know what? If that house wasn't built on strong foundations that you can't see, it can fall down. So talking about branding, one of the most important things to do is build strong foundations. And that's what I help people with. So the foundations literally hold up your business. And the foundations allow you to be who you are or you want to be, um, be authentic, know who you're talking to and how to talk to them. It also helps you create relationships and magic with the people that follow you. And it's really important because I tell you now, a logo does not create emotion. Foundations do. And And creating emotion and a link with your audience is what brings people to you
0: yes so yes so let's dig into the foundations so you mentioned a couple of things so first who it is that you're talking to
1: mm-hmm. so that'd be yeah that's your target market um i can start right at the beginning i i, I love to talk about my first brick if um yes
0: please yeah Yeah. yeah yes
1: do it yeah so a <clears throat> bit of a backstory here and please excuse me i've got a bit of a cold um a bit of a backstory, which I did was covered in my bio. Is in uh, 2020, I was actually made redundant. Um, now, at 52, as a designer, that was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Because you know, they don't jobs for older women. Let's face it, in the design industry, are not easy to come by. Um, they don't want us; they want the young and the funky. So it is really difficult. So I decided, um, and I was working with a brand coach at the at the time sorry, not a brand coach, a business coach. And I, she and I decided that I was going to give my own business a go. And I was going to actually not just do designing, but actually strategy, which is what I did anyway. So, you know, I dove into learning about it a lot more and realized, yes, this is what I did anyway. But the first step in those foundations is to find out your brand personality, like who the heck are you? So I work with another beautiful brand strategist who has been <clears throat> my absolutely, she's been the most amazing support. I'm going to give a shout out, Debbie O'Brands. Deb's amazing. She's helped me. She's held my hand. She's been incredible because, you know, like you, Annalise, all about, you know, community over competition and women empowering each other. Um, so I learned what my brand personality was. And I am a creator magician. And what that did was it allowed me to lean into my brand. And I am a personal brand. So that makes a big difference um, because I am the face of my brand. But what it did, it has allowed me the freedom to be really who I am. And like, well, you guys can't see me, but Alice can say I'm a fairly bright individual. Um, And that's the the creative side of my brand coming out because, you know, we want to be unique. We want to be innovative. We want to be colourful. We want to be creative. Um, but also being a magician, that's transformative. So I transform confusion into clarity. I help my people see what can be and what the future can hold for them. And I help them transform that. So that that's the thing about finding out that personality. And everything I do now, I weave those um personalities into it so my website my socials even just me speaking you'll often hear me speaking about transformation and and clarity and and you know inspiration and um I you know I guess people just have to look at me to know (laughs) I'm a little bit different from your average 54 year old. so that's that very first step and that really allows you and I say it it's the first brick because it drives the direction of the business. So once you know that, you can know your brand voice just falls into line with that because of the, and that's the way you speak. So it's, you know, are you joyous and innovative and positive and fun? That's, that's my brand personality. And that, again, leads into who I want to work with. So, therefore, I've t- my target market is female-owned businesses in the first four years of business. But with bold brands, brands with personality, brands that want to stand out, that want to be a flamingo and a flock of seagulls, because you know that that bio, if you get through those first three lines and you go, yeah, no, you know, that's not my person. If if they get turned off by that, they're not somebody that I would feel comfortable working with. So yeah, it's um, it really does allow you so much scope to actually. The, to, to set the direction for your business.
0: So, how do you, how do you speak to your clients who struggle with how much of themselves to put into their brand or to be? That I'm, I'm not saying it very succinctly. Um, for example. I work with some people who don't want to be on their social media at all. They want their brand to be a professional brand, not a personal brand. Like they want the logo. They don't want their face, that kind of thing. A lot of us who are, and I think you can get away with that when it's an e-commerce brand or something like that. Uh But a lot of the people listening, they're B2B service providers. So they're virtual assistants and that kind of thing. So we kind of are the brand. That being said, How do we show off the bits we want to show off and be in terms of that public persona Mm -hmm. versus how do you decide what is for your friends and what is for your family? Do you know what I mean? And what is for look at me on Instagram?
1: So this is a really interesting question. Um, So as I'm a personal brand and because my bio literally says, you know, champagne drinking. Crazy cat lady, um, you do see that on my Instagram. However, you may see some mostly professional um, branding photos of maybe me and a cat, or me with champagne. That's in my feed. So I do tend to keep it. You might see the occasional snapshot, like I took took one of the cats or took two of the cats down to Melbourne recently, and I did actually take a photo and put it on my feed of Honky Tonk watching out the window. The car, but that had been a funny story that I'd told people about because we literally did go and buy a new car because we only had like, uh, like I had I had a sports car and it was like I'm not going to get these cats to Melbourne, so we went bought a SUV to take the cats to Melbourne. Um, So that was kind of a funny story that I had alluded to. In,
0: I think that that story really does justify Crazy Cat Lady. I'm sorry. So we even
1: took took him to pick up. We even took him to pick up the car. So we are total crazy cat people and we embrace that and that is part of my brand personality. I love it so much that you own it and
0: you've turned what some people would think to be a negative statement into something you're like loud and proud
1: about. I love it so much. Absolutely. Like I know people often have very negative connotations about crazy cat ladies and think of, you know, dirty homes and hordes of cats and no, no, we go buy our cats' SUVs. And you know what? Most of the people that I, my friends that I'm, Because I'm, so I'm the vice president of a national cat club as well, Um, which my followers know because they hear about it in my stories. Um, But yeah, I, and all my friends that I know, we all have, you know, most of us have, you know, homes, um, very clean. We're very professional about it. I mean, I used to breed them. I don't anymore, but when I bred them, you know, I, I could have 20 cats in my house because I had kitten litters of kittens and, you know, people would come in and say, oh my gosh, you never even know there was cats here. So yeah. Anyway, we we digress.
0: Thank you <laughs> but, uh, for clearing up the yes. No, we're not like, stereotype of yeah. Crazy we're Cat not lady. all like
1: that. No, 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 no. Um, but oh no, gosh, now I've nearly forgot the question. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, we're talking about how much of ourselves to put public, I guess, or to how to choose what our brand personality is. Is it ourselves, or is it a version of ourselves. or oh, is it a made-up persona? Like, where don't are we choose, going?
1: We don't choose our brand personalities. No, no, no. There's actually a quiz. So, one of the offers I have for my clients is um, find out their brand personality. It's an hour and a half phone call. It literally takes that long, and we run through the quiz. And it ain't a BuzzFeed quiz. Um, it's quite an funny. hour and a half. Yeah, because I walk through it. it there's 12 questions. Wow. And we walk through, and there's it's word association quiz. And we walk through it quite slowly. Like I read out the questions and I read out all the words. Then we, we narrow it down to two or three words. And then we discuss those words. It's quite a lengthy process. Now, the thing is, the first, I did it three times. Because I was there like, bang, 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 bang. Oh, hello, you're confused. Yes, I am confused. We all know that. But shouldn't be confused <laughs> about this. Um, and so then I realized, slow it down. And you've got to think about the how, how you do things. So if you're doing personal brand, you know, it's how do you do things? How do you want people to feel? So you've got to think about all of these things. So it's not just a quick quiz. Um, it is quite quite lengthy. And, um, I mean, you can do it by yourself, but I find it far better. I stopped. I had it on my website by, by itself and people were just going, excuse me, I'm confused. I'm confused. So I stopped offering that and I'm like, right, if you want to know your brand personality, you can walk through it with me and we will get a result. I want to do um, it, Jen. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm more than happy, more than happy. I'm going to, Actually, I'm going to run through it. We're both in a mastermind together, Annalise and myself. I'm going to run through it with Jess um, because she was having some trouble with, you know, messaging. I'm like, oh, come, 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 I'll help you uh, because that's one of the things I love the most is actually helping other women succeed um it's really important to me and we, we've kind of diverted off the thing but my backstory and I'll tell you a bit of my backstory um 17 years ago when my ex-husband departed for greener pastures um, I was in our family home with my mother and my daughter and our cats um only had a few then the craziness came up a bit later And I had to figure out what the heck I was going to do um, to keep our family home um, or to keep us together. And I decided that it was, I was going to buy up my ex husband out of our family home. And I told him, and he said, You'll never do that. And I'm like, Matey, you just watch me. (laughs) And months later, I bought him out of our family home. So, you know, that to me, and when you heard me talk a little bit earlier about when life's not the fairy tale, that was the prime example of that because I had to change everything to actually build a business that would allow me to buy. Him out, and I did that, and everybody can. Every woman has the capability of doing that, and that's why I'm so so. And I hate, you know, I don't. Like, I actually like the word passionate, but everyone says it's a bit cliched now, but I still like it. Um, but that's why I'm so passionate about helping women in that early journey of their business um, to not waste money, to not you know waste time doing stuff that's not going to work. Like start start from the beginning, build those foundations. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, you can succeed. I've now done it twice. So I know it works because I did the same thing after I was made redundant. And that's the process I work with now. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Back to, back to the question um, because I digress a lot. <laughs> um, you don't have to show your face in your socials. People do connect. Definitely people connect with people. And that's part of brand foundations and that's part of what I teach people. They do connect with people, so they do love to see the faces of the people in the business. Now, obviously, massive corporates, they're a different kettle of fish. I work with small personal brands that people want to connect to. Um, Like I follow um, one of my favourite brands is a brand called Little Party Dress. I don't know if you've heard of it. My wardrobe comes from there a lot. But I followed them right from the beginning. Um, Kelly, who owns it. Um, you know, always has a face in in the socials. Not so much now, though, because it's got a lot bigger. But, you know, we all still know her and we see her. We know she has a cat. Um, And what we see is we'll see professional photos of her in the feed. But what we'll see in the stories, and this is where I was kind of leading to is the stories, um, is the more behind the scenes. So people love to see the behind the scenes stuff. If you don't want to show your face on there, you know, if you're a crazy champagne, pain-drinking lady, do, do boomerangs of cheersing. Um, do a boomerang of you opening a bottle of champagne. If you're a foodie, show, show photos of the food you're eating. But what it does is it really makes people get that little insight into your life and they love that. Even with big corporates, show bloopers. You know, we all know people, you know, mistakes happen. Show something that didn't go according to plan. Um, you know, I I've, I've ran a big catch on the weekend. You know that was all. I mean, I was blowing up balloon garlands. There's no nothing of me in it. But you know, here's, here's me. You know, I'm I'm opening the box of the balloon garlands that I was about to put in. Then I put in the finished product. Um, I showed off the rosettes. Um, I did put photos of me in the end. But you know, I wasn't talking live. Mm-hmm. They were static photos. So there's so ways. You can find ways to put it in. You can find yeah. ways
0: find where you are comfortable exactly, and find that line. Okay. So good. That thanks for clearing that up and giving some options because I think that that is for some people, at least initially, a a bit of a stumbling block to actually getting started.
1: Yeah, so intimidating putting your face out there. And you know, we all have we all have these mindset blocks, and I mean, I I had a lot, and I've spent a lot of this year working through those and kicking down walls, and you know, you're actually, you could be the first person I've told friends and what have you, but like, I've always hidden behind my brand, Pink Pompom, Pom. Um, doing all this mindset work that I've been doing. I'm actually rebranding to become a personal brand and it will be Gen B. Now, you know, I've been doing this for a long time and it's taken me till now to feel comfortable doing that. So, you know, we all have these mindset limitations. Mindset is a really important part of building a business and and you know building a brand because it can hold us back um it really can because you know it's like that little that, 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 the, the mean girl inside go, you can't do that so what you got to do is open the door and push her through that door and go bye Felicia and uh <laughs> see her out
0: <laughs> and how can we talk about that a little bit because I think that no you talked about that this year that you are you have been breaking down more mindset barriers but it sounds like to me that's been a process in in terms of like you know stepping up a level stepping up another level stepping up another level because you know, you spoke about when you were seventeen years ago. the The craziness wasn't totally there. The craziness, you know, the, the the craziness has come out a bit more. You're kicking down more mindset. Like I feel like you're stepping more and more into your true self. Maybe that's not the right way to put it, but no, maybe it's, showing it's actually, more of
1: that. It's the perfect way to put it because that's it. So for many years, so I want to um. I want to introduce something that was introduced to me um, with somebody that I'm working with who's a human psychologist and it's called suggestive language. I'd never heard of this before. But suggestive language can be something that is with us from childhood. Now, for me, I am plus size, um, and, but I was always the big one. My mum, bless her, And she was, my mum was a um, ballet dancer and then she had this big baby, you know, and it was never done in a, it was never done in a derogatory way. It was kind of funny, but what it did do is make me always think I'm big, I'm big, too big, too big to be seen. Um, And it was never done with any malice. It was literally just, you know, it was kind of funny and, you know, like my mum was seven and a half stone and she had a nine pound baby, you know, so it was the little mother with the big baby um and i heard that all my life and the thing is it's like um if you're a little bit shy and you're constantly introduced as the shy one as a child you grow up thinking that's what you are but you're not really maybe so for me and then being married and being married to a narcissist which was my ex-husband like literally i came out of that marriage and i was invisible because i just didn't want to be seen so you know i was really like you know no i don't want to be seen at all you know narcissists make everything your fault um and yeah like it's not it's not a nice way to live and you come out and you are quite broken because you think everything that went wrong is your fault Mm. because you're not good enough you're not nice enough you're too fat you're too ugly you know you used to be so nice before you got so fat and ugly all of these things so this is when you hear this you, and when it's suggested to you over a period of time that's what you feel so you know my my mind work started literally so for a couple of years I was pretty broken and just rebuilding you know and building like just trying to get on top of stuff and you know building the business that would allow me to buy him out and that's once I did that I I realized that oh I can actually do a lot of things so then my life started moving forward but this has been a very long process I'm now remarried. I have an amazing husband that supports me in every single thing that I do. You know, who tells me I'm beautiful every day. But you know what? That long-term suggestive language from back then, it's very hard to put that aside. So when I heard about the suggestive language, I realized exactly what had been happening to me over the years. And that's when I could start to break down those barriers. So um, I heard about the suggestive language. I went on the Inner Circle Mastermind retreat that you were at as well and met Lauren um, and saw her speak. I then went to Palm Springs on another retreat um, and was brave enough uh, to hot seat with the girls that were there. My fears of being seen um, and my, my reticence to become a personal brand, the personal brand had been suggested to me. By Anita, who had um, also talked about the suggestive language. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't like Jen Bowers. It doesn't excite me. She said, What about Jen B? I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. That's more me. That's a bit more fun. But then I just couldn't, was like, no, no, I can't, I can't. Um, and then I had a sound bar, um, which was amazing. It was the most unbelievably, I don't know, spiritual thing and really helped clear my intentions. And I know this all sounds a bit pie in the sky, but it it kind of has worked for me. It's made me really clear on who I am. It's allowed me to, you know, be even probably a little bit more flamboyant (laughs) than I was. But it just what it's allowed me to do is like myself. And I haven't done that for a very long time. And to look in the mirror and go, yeah, you know what? You look okay. Instead of looking in the mirror and going, yeah, you're fat and ugly it's a nice place to be. It really is. And so mindset is so important. And because you can't grow to be your true self without liking yourself. And that can hold you back in the business as well, because if not wanting to be seen and heard, um, people want, as I, you know, this is, and it goes back to the, the foundations, people do really want to know you. And now Now I'm feeling okay about that, which is good. So, Wow, Jen,
0: what a journey.
1: And that's it. This whole business thing is a journey. Like, you know, in 2020, I learned my brand personality. It allowed me to break free somewhat. Didn't allow me to love myself though So, or like myself. And that's the most important thing for me. I'm not going to say love myself. I'm going to say like myself because I haven't liked myself for a very long time. I did what I needed to do. So now I'm in the lovely position that I can choose who I really want to work with and, yeah, it's 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 a really good place to be. So I'm in the midst of the rebrand. That's happening, you know, in about a month or so. Um, and then I'll be off and flying like a flamingo, helping people become flamazing. <laughs> Very good. But because I, I feel confident in myself.
0: Thank you so much for being so vulnerable and sharing that with us um I know that that's not easy and I know that so many women feel the same way or similar and struggle with really similar things they do. especially when as a child you hear those voices whether you know intentional or not I had something really similar with my grandfather who loves me like would do anything for me. used to uh, call me like, to be- li- like, like little Miss Piggy or something. And, yeah, and, and he meant it as like a cute, really endearing term. And to me, because I was chubby as a kid, it really upset me. And so I totally know, like luckily I said that to him then, like and you know what I mean? But I, I totally know how much that can stick with us, why our brains are forming even more than things that happen to us as an adult. Like, and
1: often it's people just trying to be helpful. I have back to my mum, you know, who was my biggest cheerleader and my best friend. Hmm. Um, but she she would say, be trying to be helpful. Oh Jennifer, you know, you you should wear you should wear more black. It looks so flattering. You know, it, you look lovely in black. You know, and I love black, but I love color. So I was hmm. always scared to wear color because perhaps I didn't look good in color. Because I was too big, you know, and it's, mm. it's, it, it, but, and, but we create this for ourselves. It's yeah. not their intention, it's no. how we interpret it in our brains because we are mean to ourselves yeah we are
0: and that's our natural our natural inclination is to see the negative like to amplify the negative yeah like, that's the voice that replays not the one not like the eight compliments it's the one criticism that's like the ding the ding the ding like going around and around and around which is really unfortunate but it's just kind of how we're
1: <laughs> why i think a lot of the time it's like how we're built i don't know yeah but I it's know. True. we don't remember the good stuff and i have realized since i've started wearing color and lots of it it makes people really happy. Like I'm off, yeah, I'm off, I'm in the hospital um, last week and um, seeing a specialist and I was in the lift with a lady and, you know, we got out and we walked down and she said, oh, just before I could do this, I just wanted to tell you, you know, you look so great in all your colour. I love it. And we got chatting and she's like, thank you so much for making me feel happy this morning. I'm like, welcome. Um, And it's just because I was in colour. Yeah, And wearing colour and wearing, you know, hot pink and orange sequined sneakers to visit a specialist. <laughs> and that's I That's
0: so love- good, Jen, because I think yeah. we dilute ourselves to fit in. Do you know what we I mean? Like, like that's where the, it comes from that caveman mentality when we had to yeah. fit in or we were kicked out and we would die, right? Yeah. So we, now we, we make ourselves vanilla when yeah. we really want to be, you know, chocolate rainbow sprinkles. That's it. And so the people that go and be chocolate rainbow sprinkles are the ones that stand out that everyone's like, oh, I wish I could, but still kind of can't bring themselves to do it. So I love it that, you know, so you have true. your pink hair and your, black like, right now, pink pom pommy fluffy earrings and <laughs> yep. bright speckly top, like it's, it, and your office behind you. Are we're going to have to have a look at socials everyone? We'll make sure that there's a photo there um, of Jen in all of her glory. <clears throat> but
1: Yes, flamboyance.
0: Yeah. But it's so good because it's what you're doing, what you want to do, and you're being that authentic. You're saying yes to that, regardless of, like, who
1: gives a crap, right? I don't care. Like, you know, if, if, I'm, if I'm not someone's cup of tea, I'm sure as hell they shot a vodka. So, okay. you know, and, I mean, uh, I'll hark to one of my very favourite people in the world, Dr. Seuss. <laughs> <Wife> <laughs> I saw in- that thing. Yep. Why fit in when you were born to stand out? Yeah. So, yeah, I know I love my Dr. Seuss. So I've got two outside, um, <clears throat> two outside my door as well. And I've got um, Other oh, Places You'll Go, um, which I adore because I feel Such like a that book. book was just written for entrepreneurs and mm. to inspire us to just be who we are. And I love to read it. I read it, you know, like at least once a week. Um, so good. Yeah, it just it makes me happy. And you know what? Life is too short to not be happy with what you do think about it we spend a lot of time at work and working and doing you know and we're working to to make money obviously to live our lives but man you should be happy while you're doing it like I I spent a lot of time not necessarily being happy you know these days I and for the last you know almost two years I wake up and go yes I'm so lucky I get to do what I get to do today and I love
0: it it's a really great place to be and we're not taught that we can do that and i think i've like i feel like i'm a broken record saying this like lately but more and more i think we're like we're in this really special time and place in the world with technology and all the things that yes. we really don't have to settle Right. We as women have now been empowered. We have like we can take the reins on our lives and steer that thing wherever the heck it is that we want to do it. It's just that we weren't taught that we were went to school and we told where to be and what to think and kind of, you know, what kind of job was a, a good job and what kind of job was not going to make us any money. And we just kind of so many of us just walked the path like like a sheep.
1: Right. I you don't have to do that. I Look, I, I'll use my absolutely glorious daughter, who I love to bits, as an example. So um, she decided to study chiropractic out of school. It actually really wasn't what she wanted to do. And my mama and I knew that it was not not her true path, not what she was destined to do. But you know what? you got to let them walk the walk, like walk that path to find out. Um, she wanted to please her dad. Um, my ex-husband and he would have he wanted her to do chiropractic so she did four years of chiropractic and in that third year she said mom I this is not what I want I really I don't think this is what I want to do and um she said I'm going to finish out the year and and go from there And so anyway she ended up finish, finishing up the fourth year um because we she chatted with me and we said I said just finish the bachelor's you know you're young just finish the bachelor's and then, you know, you can think about what you're wanting to do. Um, anyway, so she did, she finished the bachelor's off um, and she has decided, well, she did, she went into, she knew, and this is what my mum and I always knew, what was her path was occupational therapy. And she took 12 months off because she missed the cutoff for the course to, read, to start occupational therapy. Fortunately, that was in 2020. So, you know, COVID and all of the things. So it was good. You know, she had a job and she worked her way through that year. Um, She's in her second year now of OT, you know, getting distinctions, high distinctions and absolutely loving life, loving what she is doing. This is her destiny. And, you know, she could have settled for that chiropractic and continued on and done the master's and gone down five years and gone, oh, this is not what I want to do. She said to me, mum, I've wasted so much time. I said, no, you've not wasted time, Bun. Her name's Chelsea, so Chelsea Bun. Um, you haven't wasted time. What would have been that waste had you been five years into your chiropractic and realised you were doing something you didn't love every day and it was sucking the joy out of you? Now you're young enough, you've changed your direction. She's now uh, working in disability care with acquired brain injuries. Um, that's what she wants to do in the future is acquired brain injuries and she loves it. Never hear a complain. You know, and that's because she has joy. And yeah, so
0: it's it's so, and so great that she has, you know, that support in you and other family members to. Oh, and my be my husband, in that.
1: Yeah, my husband. Um, who you know he met Chelsea when she was ten, um, and is like her father. You know, he supports her. We support her in everything she does, and we're so blessed. She's, she's such a good kid, um, wow. and you know it just it does make my heart sing seeing her so happy now when I know she was (coughs) excuse me really so unhappy doing chiropractic
0: yeah I think it's such an important message that we kind of can't talk about enough is to really get really still and quiet with yourself and spend the time to make sure that the thing that you're going after is the thing that actually lights you up inside that you actually want and not what so-and-so is doing or other people in your niche are doing or what so-and-so thinks that you you know should do or what you are told by society that you should want like to to know honor that voice inside and actually be you and go after that thing because there will be a way you can make it work and you will yeah. be able to succeed, you know, in the financial sense because that, like, we need that, right? We need money. Like, <laughs> Yeah, let's, like, let's face so it, we have to have money. We have you know, we money. can't live without it. We can't. And so we, but you can get money doing whatever it is that you want to do. Yeah. And it's so exciting to me that that's possible. And... I love that you are helping people to really identify that foundation, what is actually important to them, what their true values are and and build that into their business from the start. So they don't get halfway or, you know, up to the top of the mountain and realize that they've climbed the wrong freaking mountain Absolutely. or the, you know, the way that they've structured their thing is not like they've built their own prison for themselves, which I think happens so much because we're just copying Joe down the road or, you know, that's Sarah it. on Instagram.
1: So- Everyone, that's actually part of, that's part of the foundations that I teach as well. I talk about your story. What's your story? What's your why? Like lean into your passion. You know, I I I'm not, I mean, I'm strategic, obviously, but I'm very passion driven and, you know, I'm, That's why I love the personality that gives them the voice to lean into and then weaving their why and their story. Again, these just hiking back to that other question about, you know, showing the personality um, and, you know, not showing the, the, the face. You can talk about your story with a quote. You can talk about your why with an image. You know, I do that all the time, but it's still giving that behind the scenes, that personality and that connection because people will read that and they'll go, oh. Yeah, I get that. I talk about my background quite a lot in my on my socials because I want women to know that if I can do it, they sure as heck can do it as well. So that's why my story comes out a lot. And, yeah, it's really, it is really important and it's an important part of those foundations. And you know what? We all have a story. You we all have a
0: story. story. We all have a story. And the people that have, you know, quote, unquote, made it, like, They're not special. Do you know what I mean? Like you and I who have built what we wanted to build or in the process of building that, we're not special. Like, of course, we're special. But do you know what I mean? We're not like there's something not unique about us that other people don't have. It's just the willingness, like, to go after that thing and believe that we can do the thing,
1: really. It's the willingness to take the step off the cliff. Because the thing is we only have one life. Yes. This is not a dress rehearsal. Yeah. You know, I lost my dad when he was 57 years old. I'm heading towards that. My husband is older than that. And, you know, he had worked hard all his life and he was just getting to the stage. He had retired. Um, he'd taken up like a second sort of like fun little job. And, you know, they had money and they were going to start travelling. Oh. And, and he passed away with cancer. And you know that that's that's something else that's formed my whole life is like I'm so sorry. Too short, you know. Don't waste it. And I look, and I have been bogged down in the whole like be employed, be an employee. You know, do the right things now. No way, no way, because life is just too precious.
0: Yeah, I think more and more I'm realizing that. Like I think, and maybe I haven't told you. But, yeah, we've fully rearranged our life in the last couple of months. Like, we're going to be homeschooling our kids for the last half of the year. I've culled a big third of my business. Like, I've gotten rid of a lot of my team. Gotten rid of sounds horrible. but
1: like, And that is something we did did chat about when we met in March.
0: We did. And that was, you know, all of those things have happened in a a nice way where we've moved things, you know, when people have moved on and we've been given other opportunities and all the things. But life is too short to even do the things that you thought that you wanted that you've decided now that you don't want to do. Like Absolutely. life life is just too short. And it is. Yes, we need to be smart and strategic. And in my case, I'm supporting my entire family. So I can't just be like, don't want to do that anymore. See so no. like and you know squash the whole thing and start Absolutely. from scratch because I have four children to feed. But <laughs> you know, but it doesn't mean that we you have to settle yet yeah, no, no point doesn't. do you have to settle because you're so right life is not a dress rehearsal and it is so precious and fleeting and we don't know how long we've got and so just go after it ladies
1: <laughs> yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend um oh my gosh I can't remember it's it's Prince Ea um he he is truly incredible and he has this one um Oh my gosh! I'm going to try and find it real quick. What is? How do you spell E? E A. Okay. Um, and I'll. Oh my gosh! No, I'm not. I just want to find the the name. Um, hang on. Sorry. It's called. <laughs> and I, the, this video. Go watch this video. It's called Everybody Dies, but not everybody lives. It is oh so incredibly powerful. That hits
0: you in the guts, doesn't it? And I watched,
1: <laughs> when I watched it back in 2016, it made me think, do I want to die and have on my gravestone or my plaque or whatever I have, this is Jen, she worked hard. No, <laughs> I don't want to have that. I want to have Jen, this is Jen, she lived life to the max, she loved, she she was joyous, she enjoyed every moment, and she took every opportunity that she could to make her life happy because we all deserve to be happy. I know happy is a trite word that is used a lot, but happiness is not just about being happy. It's about, you know, how you feel inside, a feeling of contentment, fulfilment. And I also
0: don't think that we will feel happy if we are just being, like it can feel hedonistic to be happy. But I yeah. feel like we won't actually be happy if we're not giving back in some way and fulfilling our purpose. So, actually, do you know what I mean? so actually we won't have the happiness without being selfless and giving in some way anyway. Yeah. Like it's this, It's so yes, go after the, go after the good feelings, ladies. Oh, my gosh.
1: That, we have, that's we the,
0: have to, here you go, last one. I was going to so say
1: giving back is so important. As I restructure my business and I'm going to be doing my course that I spoke to you about. You know each within each each course time I run it, there's going to be scholarships for each person I get enrolled in that course. um I'm going to be giving this a charity called the Good Box. They send out boxes of good things to people that are homeless. Um, you know, giving back is so important. Um, and it's you know so it does
0: important.
1: it just makes you feel you know what you're doing is worthwhile if you can help others.
0: Yeah. Totally. I don't, I, I truly don't think that we would be, feel fulfilled just being no. selfish, like just, no. just living life for the pure, like immediate, you know, gratification, feeling of happiness. Yep. Like, I don't think that that would ever make us truly happy. No. Um, Yeah. Go after that, ladies. You can do anything. And if you would like to get your hands on Jen's brand personality download called Who the Heck Are You? You can go to pinkpompombyjen.com forward slash who the heck are you? And the link to that will be in the show notes as well. So go and get that. And you can always book that call with Jen too to go through that document and actually to do the quiz. I'm sure that the details for that are available as well over there Jen, thank you thanks for this conversation thanks for your rawness thanks for your joy thanks for being who you are
1: it has been a pleasure it's been a, it's actually been it's been so lovely chatting to you um nice. i loved it i do love to share my story because you know what if one person listens to that this and takes a, a step to the side to to a more you know fulfilled joyous life um using brand foundations um all the better, you know, like if you change the life of one person, that's amazing.
0: Thank
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: You're so welcome. Thank you, Jen. Thanks everyone. See you on the next one. Thanks so much for tuning in to the mum style business podcast. Two things you should know first come and join the party. I'm live with free marketing training inside the social marketing method, Facebook group every single week. This is where you can ask questions and get the answers that you need to simplify your strategy and amplify your income. Go to AnnaliseWarn.com forward slash group and join and network there with incredible women and incredible community of like-minded business owners. Now, second, if you have got any value from this episode, please, please, please rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and share it out on your socials. Your support helps us to reach more women in business and inspire them to increase our impact in the world. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And I will see you next week.